What's good, Internet, and welcome to session 151 of Super GG Radio. What? Gotta catch them all, guys. Woo! Our friend shed about video games and all things adjacent. Messino. 151 was the original number of Pokemon, so I will be your Ash Ketchum for this evening and podcast host, Eric Getty Gettinger. Also with me is Misty of the podcast, Alex Arona. 152 was missing, no. I didn't watch her play those games, so I don't get that reference. And that's actually not true. <laughs> well, you let me write this, so in reality, <laughs> it is it is now fact. You never played these games. That's and canon. Th- that's right, Alex. Uh, you're Misty because you show too much skin, and you're a wet blanket. I do both those things. <laughs> I do both those things. Uh, that's, uh, that's fine. We have, uh, our own Brock from Pewter City, Joel DeWitt. Is it too soon to introduce the boys to Red Blue in the anime? Daddy, you're, you're two years too late. <laughs> it's maybe three by now. We, we've, uh, devoured everything from original Pokemon to, like, there was an XY Pokemon <laughs> series, like... You're just making shit up. No. No, Ash Ash Ketchum is immortal. Did you know, Joel, there is a there is like a hidden anime that not a lot of people know about that's just actual game accurate? I I never want to hear the words hidden anime ever again. Well I'll send it to you. Pokemon you Yellow was supposed to be anime accurate. <laughs> no one wants that. I d I kinda do. Well, I hope you spent the extra two hours teaching the kids how to find Pikachu in the original game. Yeah, no. No, funny story. They actually, I used Pokemon as an incentive for my oldest to start learning how to read. He gave up. No. Oh. So they're vagrants he, now. He, he is. He is illiterate to this day. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. And uh, finally, along with us on our Poketastic journey, uh, Professor Oak of the podcast, Alec Parks. You see, the thing about Pokemon is that they're really all just biding their time, plotting to kill us in our sleep and take the world back. Yeah. There was a movie about that. Detective Pikachu. Ryan Reynolds was in it. Mewtwo had it right. Yeah. Should absolutely do away with humanity. It's sick and unhealthy. So we use use Pokeballs on Pokemon. Would it be people balls if they threw them at You're us gross, to sir. capture us you are gross don't don't say balls. that was not an Stop inappropriate thing that. that was a philosophical question it's gross person balls gross. no no humies also uh joel i found it it's called pokemon origins there you go i just sent you a link thanks you have to watch the whole thing and report back for next week I'm currently watching the whole okay. thing. What What is the whole thing? Like, how much are we talking about? It's like six eps. All of it. Do you really want me to watch this and report back? Sure. Super okay. GG goes to Joel's couch. That's a new <laughs> segment. There we go. Trademark. Also, I'm, I plan on coming and like, bothering Getty with the, the, the new Resident Evil movie that now it's on uh, Redbox. I'm just going to show up at his house and say, Getty, we're watching this. I thought we were going to try and see Uncharted this weekend. Oh, man, that's also oh, a good man. idea. That sounds like a great idea. I don't have anything on Saturday, so... Yeah, okay. I've got cookie booths. I don't know what that means. So uh, this <laughs> week we're going to pilot some fighter jets and early adopters, celebrate the demise of the eShop in the news, and then Gora Goa 
finally in the backlog. It's happening. Tonight's the night. I'm feeling good about it. I have no idea what you're talking about. Have you deleted Gorgoa yet from the backlog? I'm going to. Last week he did it in real time and I got real depressed. We are deleting it as we speak. No. Okay. Well, let's head on over to Early Adopters where we play alphas, betas, and games. Oh, damn. Is that a mime? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, or is it Mr. Mame? A little peek behind the curtain for all the listeners. Uh, we generally like to plan our uh, our games a couple weeks in advance, so we always have like a pretty good list going. And uh, this superseded all lists. This interjected between episodes that were already like had games planned out. We just deleted all those games and said, "Nope, Mister Mame." <laughs> Mister Mame. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it's a great name. No, it's clever. Yeah. <laughs> it rhymes. Makes me want to dance as I play this. That's right. So this week we played Mr. Mame, first-person survival horde mode game. You got different weapons that you're slinging to take out the the bad guys, who are all clowns. Of course, the natural predator of the mime is the clown. So uh, we'll we'll eventually get to what everybody had as far as scores go. But this week, I want to hear from Joel, who had a little bit of a rough start getting mm-hmm. the game to start. <laughs> uh, Joel, to be fair, I had the same exact experience. Thank you. Thank you, Alex, for validating. What do you yep. mean, how? There's no damn instructions about No, I sat there anything. for like 10 minutes. So, yeah. Like, I was shooting the... Okay, so the game starts you in a enclosed room that's almost like a beige color, and you see, like, the sliver of a rectangle, like, above head height on one wall and then you see like a little postage stamp on one side of is that the clown from it pennywise yeah yep. okay all right so me thinking like there's a clown head this game is about shooting clowns maybe i shoot the clown and that opens a door or something nope and yeah so i, I walked around for like five minutes and then i had to text you all to get the answer that you'd in fact have to shoot that rectangle which is supposedly a window yep i mean to be fair it does start you facing and aiming at the rectangle no i'm sorry that that's a step too far <laughs> i don't know <laughs> all you had to do was left click and bam you you're out does anybody want to jump on over to the site that we found the game on and check to see if there are specific instructions on how to start the game? No, that's horseshit. No, I don't. I don't care. I don't care what state it's in. Just you like least... your son, you're illiterate, sir. Actually, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I went to the website. I didn't see instructions. Okay. So what I did was I watched a YouTube playthrough of somebody playing this, and that's how I figured it out. <laughs> because the website actually has like comments where people are linking their own in, like playthroughs, and I was like, "Oh, cool! I could just watch them. Fantastic!" And then I saw how someone started. Don't you tell me how to read. Can I just say how cool it is that there's actually like a community of people playing this and posting videos on YouTube, like for such a niche thing. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, this game's bonkers, though. Yeah, yeah. So the the game itself, you are a mime. Your job is to run across this arena area and shoot as many of these mobs of clowns that are coming at you. Uh, 
everything is per fairly simple that you're looking at on screen. Like it's very just like almost looks like building blocks for when you're like kids building the different sections of it. And then these clowns are very, very simple, undefined like clowns that more or less just like slide around more than actually walk. Uh, the thing that is really striking about it is your hands are actual human hands, not like animated hands. It looks like, you know, almost uh, like they have a green screen in the background and they showed someone's hands. And then there's nothing in their hands while they're using weapons. So like Fun their fact, hands. It was hmm? a red screen. They've got pictures on the Twitter of it. Oh, they do. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it, but it makes it really pop, though, right? Because there's a very stark difference between what's happening on screen and your hands holding the not gun in your hands because it's all miming. It's like they do the talking of the gun, shooting, doing the same thing. Uh, when you're using a grenade, like you pull the pin from it and he counts to three before... Like holding up his fingers. Right. Counts to three holding his fingers before he then lobs it and it explodes and then there's even like a knife and a chainsaw and they again he does like the the motions of using the tool but there's nothing in its his hands which really adds a weird like i can't quite see what i'm doing and aiming at kind of thing i don't know the the grenades they worked well when i could hit it but like you had to spend a little time and do a few rounds to really understand where the trajectory went because there's no visual cue at all like a real mime. I really enjoyed your uh, health indicator. In <laughs> oh, is this a picture of the mime itself? Yeah, it was a picture of the mime itself, and it kind of played to the old Doom, Doom. Uh, and Wolfenstein <laughs> ones where you would, instead of your face becoming bloodied the more damage you got, the more you started to look like a clown. It added color <laughs> and hair and paint and then game over you were what you hated yeah oh and did you guys taunt at one point he just pulls up two double finger double middle fingers it was amazing i, I ran across mm -hmm. that accidentally yeah it was, it was very funny I, I only actually ever taunted while i was waiting for the game to get me to the box to start <laughs> sadly you only had a limited number of taunts oh really you could only do it three times oh Damn. Yeah, because I wanted I wanted double birds the whole time. That's too powerful. It's too powerful. Now, uh, I, I I thought that the you know I I used the shotgun. That was my way about it. I just kind of did the the quake doom uh, maneuver of just kiting backwards in a circle, shotgunning as many yep. clowns as I could. They didn't die in one hit either. They were you had to you had to pelt a couple of them. Eh, if you got close enough. Who's getting that close to a clown, Getty? Me, I got, as I, I tried, tried to, to get that close, but my score reflects how poor of a decision that was. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to get too close to a murder of crown. Of, uh, clowns, Run, so. jump through the air as you're shooting him in the face. Zip with your uh, quick move. You have a dash. Your dash. Yeah, oh, I, I missed the I dash. I didn't even have a dash. I didn't know. Well, Alex, this just got a lot less competitive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joel did not make it very long. Well, hmm. I don't know. I'm curious to hear your number. <laughs> Who, uh, anybody else, uh, any other uh, impressions? You, if you use the chainsaw, you got to really see the clown 
get like to cut uh, it in half. Cut in half, yeah. That was kind of crazy. I didn't use it too much, though, because of, again, getting too close can be kind of dangerous, especially yeah. since it freezes you in place while you do that. Yeah, that's and, the uh, thing is that cutting them in half took like took it took like 20 seconds. You were literally sawing through them with that chainsaw. So you were like running through them and you're just getting pelted with dodgeballs the entire time. So yep, is that what those are supposed fact. to be? Dodgeballs or clown noses? I think clown noses is probably more accurate. Gotcha. Anybody appreciate the fact that clown cars kept appearing and clowns would just pour out of them? Yes. That's what yeah. it yeah. <laughs> there was the clown car and the clown did the clown car wasn't driving. It would go nope. flying and tumbling through the air, clowns falling out of it end over end. It was hilarious. Truly appreciate that. It plays on both the humor behind clowns and the, the ridiculousness that they are, and then pitting them against Mr. Mame. And when he shot that car it exploded like a pinata and like dozens of them came out at once. It was very, Oh, I didn't shoot the car. Always shoot the car. It was an accident. You want to hope that it explodes and takes everybody with it. (laughs) Oh, that would have been good. Uh, so as far as the score is concerned, I think it said I killed like 70. Oh man. I got like Like 69 or 70. What were you guys at? 52. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> let's hear it 15 first person wow. shooters are not my game <laughs> what do you think Eddie? 123 there it is i got it down nice. to double digits but on the screen it says how many clowns are left it starts with 200 and as you kill them it goes down but at the same time more clowns are entering the stage so there's a tipping point when you have more clowns on the stage than kills left. So it was like 79 or so that I still needed to kill. And it, it was triple digits for how many were on the stage. It was 123. And I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> it might have been like 120. I know 123 was how many I killed because I had 77 left when I got PK'd. Okay. But man, those clowns just swarms of them and eventually it's just it's too hard to try and figure out uh with you guys how much i need to play in order to achieve a score like that but i appreciate the fact that you're here for me every week we're cheering you on getty this is really all just to stroke your ego you you barely have to try to beat me but the fun is uh it's okay so that was Mr. Mame. This was a lot of fun. Uh, definitely of check it out. Oh yeah, speaking of swarms. Wait, why? It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't, doesn't make any sense. There's swarms in the la- in the next one. Swarms of fun. Did I play the wrong game? With Space Dragon. There we go. <laughs> Alex is really hyped to talk about Space Dragon. So I will let him explain a little bit about Space Dragon today. Space Dragon is your classic uh, left-to-right space shooter, uh, 2D kind of pixely art, and you're picking up uh, upgrades and different shots of your spaceship as you're fighting uh, just swarms and swarms of enemies, uh, flying ships and what looks like space bugs all over the place with uh, some catchy soundtrack going on. It's fast-paced, bullet hell sometimes, gets a little tense gets a little crazy. Uh, I like these games, but I, I could tell you that I did not beat that first boss because I uh, 
I was definitely getting swarmed pretty heavy. Especially, again, I'm, I, your ship is a very specific size and shape. And with that bullet hell, you, you, I, don't, I didn't see a way that you were going to get out of it in that boss without getting hit at least once. Yeah. There's some tricks to this. Anybody else make it through past the first boss? Yes. Not the second okay. boss, but I did it through the first boss. Uh, I was competing <laughs> for computer time tonight. I, hmm. I like this game, actually. And part of it is that I've had a fondness for side-scrolling shooters and top-down shooters for a while. It's, it's an old arcade style that can be really engaging and exciting, depending on where you play in the themes and settings it is. Uh, it is sort of... I'm not sure if I call it futuristic, maybe dystopian future, because it's like airplanes with like creature bits sort of attaching to it, like uh, organ organisms or something like that. It all was sort of like bizarre and strange and uh, unsettling. But the game itself, Alex is right. The ship is a little bit longer than maybe what you'd anticipate in these kind of games normally. So it does make, make navigation a little bit tricky in that you have to account for all that size as you're navigating up, down, left, right. Uh, it's very typical bullet hell. You're driving through a scrolling screen. You've got the ships coming at you uh, in waves, shooting different patterns. Uh, you go through like the little mini bosses uh, throughout the uh, level. And then at the end is the big boss, which in this case, it was just spraying out everywhere. Uh, sort of multicolored bullets, and then they go through waves of it's sort of trickling from the sky like rain or snow. And uh, Alice, you're right that you wouldn't be able to get out without getting hit. But the nice thing about this game is that it does take several hits for you to be downed. So, you, you, yep, you got a handful of lives, and then for each life, you got about four hits before you go down. And that's for a genre that's usually very punishing and punitive. For how quickly they kill you, that's that's some nice cushion. Yeah, and then you also get like a a me, an overheating meter that you can overheat your weapon, so you do want to kind of pace it instead of spamming. Um, is there anything else I missed, Getty? Yeah, there's a couple of things that I wanted to bring up. So uh, there's two characters that you can select at the beginning screen. Both of them have very cute anime girl uh, tunes that you can. You can examine if you want to give Space Dragons a look, but each of them has a different ship, different uh, attack pattern, and different super. So the super can be utilized to deal a huge amount of damage, but it also makes you invulnerable for a couple of seconds, which can be useful on the boss fights. The other thing that I wanted to bring up is that the ship that you're piloting has a finishing move. So if you peg an enemy a couple of times and then uh, fly in close... Your ship deploys like this, uh, kind of like gr I, like a vice grip, and it mm -hmm. squeezes the enemy and crushes them, and that will give you additional health. Does that do that automatically? No, no. you have to trigger that ability. Oh, man, I see I missed that whole part. Yeah, that helps with uh, managing how much health you have. You want to try and use it as much as possible, because while the the first map is pretty easy to navigate... There's not a lot going on with it. The second one gets trickier because there's trees that get in the way, and you can't always see behind them, and shots will <laughs> shots will find you, as in games like this. Yeah, it, if you go back to, like, 
So I played a lot of these during like the Genesis area. Most of them were space uh, style shooters, but they are always about memorization at the end of the day. Like you might get to a certain place through these series of levels, but you get to a point where you need to memorize where the random shots are coming from in order to anticipate them and dodge. It's very old school style gameplay. Uh, mm -hmm. There are also different uh, power-ups to your normal shot. So some are more like a scatter shot. Some will be like homing uh, missiles. And then there's like a, a three shot uh, way thing too. And then after the first level, they gave you an option for a, a different power-up. Uh, what power up did you choose, Daddy? So, uh, I finished both of the bosses, and I got to the the third boss, which is kind of funny. I'll tell you about that in a second. Uh, with the first character, I went with the extra life because I biffed that playthrough. The second time that I did it, I took the critical every sixth hit, and then mm -hmm. I also took the speed boost after completing the second boss. Uh huh. Yeah, I went with the, uh, so you can have a little, like, drone character float around you <laughs> during it, and all it'll do is take homing shots at, at enemies at random spurts, uh, and that, that is a cool uh, piece of kit to use in this game. It, it makes it easier to get in close with some of the enemies without it being as dangerous, because it sort of covers, you know, people from flanking you. Hmm. Yep. This is a fun one. Uh, it's already on steam as a demo if you want to check it out it looks like it should be available later this year mm, that's exciting so we'll keep an eye on it you know here on super gg radio when games that we talk about go 1.0 we're going to tell you so that you can go purchase it hell yeah take a look at these games we like them and we want to spread the word you know what's the word no the bird's the word. The bird is the word. B -b 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 bird, bird, bird. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I'm too tired. I don't get, <laughs> I don't get that reference. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm sure that you don't. Let's uh, make like space dragons and hit the turbo thrusters into the break, guys. <laughs> Looks like we're back hey news we're going streaking joel take off your shirt nobody wants that <laughs> show do. them hairy nipples <laughs> do super, it super gg radio only fans take it off we're going streaking come on it'll be great guys yeah come on we're going down the quad take, take off your shirt this is weird <laughs> this is very weird you're going to file har sexual harassment forms with HR? With whom? You can't. You can't. <laughs> but you HR. know what else is weird? Bioshock Netflix series? I'll believe this when I see it. I'm not making another You want to make a bet? <laughs> <laughs> Getty, where's it. the Borderlands movie, huh? Where is it? It's coming. Don't worry. You still owe Joel. It's up to two PlayStation 5s now. Kevin Hart ain't yeah. doing nothing. Uh... It's a movie. It's gonna come out. Don't worry. Okay. Well, you know, I, I've 
I really like Bioshock. I don't care what anyone says. I like all three of those games, and uh, I would be excited for something that resemb. The problem is that they always want to do like, oh, we're gonna do a unique take on. No, don't do, don't do, don't do a unique take. Well, you could, you uh, could make an HBO miniseries that's uh, that's Bioshock in the first game, accurate to the story, and it would be phenomenal. I now, I want to know what you think that they. What are they going to follow as far as a story if they do an original? Are they going one? They go in three? Gonna... Oh, that doesn't matter because you could legitimately do a unique story in a unique world and then just end it with a lighthouse and then be like, hey, look, there's all these other places. Is Infinite like actually worth playing? Because it's on sale right now and I keep they, I keep putting it in my shopping cart ready it. to buy it's, it. It's the, best it. Pl- it's the best playing one. It's seven fifty. Yes. Do it. It's the best playing one. But the thing is, though, is that you have to remember is that, again, this if the first one was like a horror kind of weird, this is shooter first. Yeah, mm. it's high flying action adventure stuff in Infinite. Uh, so yeah. it's less. Yeah, it's less horror. You're literally like you have a hook that grapples onto like these this like rail cart system. So you're like one arm riding a tram while shooting with your other arm. It's it's pretty good. The sky hook, and you can beat the living daylights out of people with it. Really gorily. Yep. Should I get all the extra stuff with it? Because that no. pops no. It up to twelve dollars. No. You don't. Well, need to hold do on, that. hold on, hold on. Is it? Mm, does it have? Is the DLC worth it? I think the DLC is worth it. The, the no, standalone can, DLC that. Well, I don't know if it's standalone, but the ones that follow uh, Elizabeth. Yes. Can you That's not buy it? Can you not buy those separately? You can, you can. but like then, the se- this comes with the season pass, which is normally twenty bucks. But that, hmm, I feel like it's that's ball on sale it, pretty often. <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah, it will, and also that's a it's a it's only it, like it's only two it's a two episode like thing. It's not really like I don't know. You could probably get that for you could get but, it. It's fine. Did I you play commit. the first one, Alec? I played and beat Bioshock. The original. Okay. The original. Okay, okay, then yes. Then yes. That DLC that follows Elizabeth is worth playing. Right. Yes. I'll get okay. the Bioshock collection then. $12. Yes. Okay. Doing it right now. Mm-hmm. The arena mode, eh, no. it's okay. No. You don't need that. Yeah, need you don't need it. I don't think that it's not necessary. You might not enjoy it, but the other no. DLC, that's that's good stuff. The two-parter. Yep. Now, Alex brings a couple of pieces of news to us. The first one being the Capcom countdown. Okay, so there was a there was a countdown on Capcom's website. Uh, a lot of people were speculating because there's been new information regarding a, a Resident Evil Four remake. There was talk about uh, Street Fighter Six because they had released the final DLC for Street Fighter V, including a character named Luke that they have said will be the hero of any future Street Fighters, including Street Fighter VI. So they kind of passed the torch that way. They threw in, uh, it's the 35th anniversary of Street Fighter. They just recently did a collaboration with Arby's with Street Fighter uh, called Meat Fighters. Um, sometimes the meat fight. Uh, well... So everyone was kind of speculating, where was this going? Where was this going? And uh, hey, lo and behold, uh, they updated their website. With to, what? Now, to, to look better. 
That... If I'm not wrong, this clock has not expired yet. Uh, last I heard, it, it had, but I is it still nope. going? Mm, because last I heard, Capcom, the, the countdown ended up just being uh, their new website. Someone had Hold some on. real fun. No Let's one see. With that. The clock still shows, as of right this second, three days and two hours. Oh, so I didn't realize that. We so maybe may I'm have wrong. additional news for you soon. Now, coming on the tail of <clears throat> one of the other pieces of information that we have, I'm going to steal your show here for a second, Alex, but Go for it. Uh, Magic the Gathering is doing a collaboration with Street Fighter, and there's going to be crossover cards coming to Magic the Gathering with Street Fighter characters. But that, based on the message that went out today, is tomorrow. So this could be even something else. It, We could be looking at uh, Resident Evil. We could be looking at... What's that? Monster Hunter DLC. Monster Hunter, the other zombie game that's out there. Dead Rising? That's still Capcom, yeah? That's a thing, yeah. Yeah, I thought they said they were kind of done with that. I mean, they uh, still they still exist. Okay. Yeah, me too. I'm done with it. <laughs> I still exist. <laughs> they're gonna make games like that? Yep. No, I mean, I thought they were like the last one did not do particularly well. Well, why not? Because again, people were done with it, so they're oh, saying okay. that they may it may not it may not be the cash cow that you all think it might be. Yeah, so Magic the Gathering cards with Street Fighter characters be legal in in some sense if you are a a player, um, mostly for Commander or just fun at home, not in any tournament situations. But I, if you want to see what they've done with the characters, take a look at some of the abilities that they've given them. There's there's kind of some weird stuff, and it's, it's fun. You got some. Uh, what I definitely saw. Guile is on there, and he's mm-hmm. got some wacky ability. Uh, anybody speaking to you guys? Seemed like a, a fun take on the character. I think. Uh, what well, I think E Honda has a pretty messed up ability. Hundred hand slap whenever E Honda attacks up to 100 target creatures get plus zero plus x where x is the number of cards in your hand <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome i do like this artwork though and this oh, looks yeah. to be street fighter 5 uh canon because uh dalsim's got the beard but i don't know yep uh, did you look at the activation cost for the hadoken uh no he doesn't know what you just said. <laughs> uh, I know what a Hadoken is, Getty. <laughs> so the activation, activation cost, cost. The, the tap symbol is rotated, so it looks like it is a quarter circle down to forward. Nice. Yes. Nice. Speaking of new websites. Huh. No? Nintendo's website? Isn't that dead websites? Uh, Nintendo got a new website. Oh, I thought you were jumping into the eShop closing. Yes, I was by setting it up that Nintendo got a new website. Okay, so the wish list, the wish looks wish list look much better. Should I IMO. go on and use some of these apps? You have an app? Yeah, it's called the Internet. 
I go to Nintendo.com. Joel, what else is going on with Nintendo? This is a mess. You're, uh, not, you're not helping me, Getty. I'm not here to help. <laughs> uh, so what was it? Nintendo is shutting down the eShop for Wii U and 3DS as of March 2023. Uh, there's a few instances this month, this year, where it's like, I think May, they're going to stop accepting credit card payments towards the shop, and then... Like, was it uh, July or August? They're going to stop doing uh, even eShop card applications for it. Uh, you know, that sucks. I also haven't touched my 3DS in God knows how long. Uh, you know how long. Well, you know but, how long. Like yeah, three months ago. Since exception, you gave us homework. exception with that. Uh, now, since we've done that, have I, like, looked at it longingly on my shelf and being like, I should go back to it? Sure. Uh and I've been using our Wii U for Kirby's Epic Yarn. But, like, uh, me and the 12 other people who still like the Wii U will miss it. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't know. Alex, you mentioned going on a purchasing spree in response mm-hmm. to this. So, like, what are you looking forward to buy? Well, it's not so much a purchasing spree. I just, um, when it comes to some of these... When it comes to some of the older consoles, I kind of like I like the idea of having like the best of. I don't. Um, the problem I have with some of these is that like you buy, you if you if you have an old console, you start buying and then ends up being a collection. And I don't like it to be a collection. I I already have too much crap as it is. Uh, so I just I try to focus on like what is the best of, so that I could always like go back and have like that like fondness for like man this was quality or um or at least like what was this system all about and i can i can kind of pull up what i think i did this with the vita i you know and i did this when the, we you know the vita store was closing and whatever and i kind of went on that tangent but uh, you know I, I have 11 and 64 games i have like 15 ps1 games like four ps2 games i did not like the ps2 uh you know just that kind of thing where i like to have um the best ofs and in this case i have monster hunter 3 and 4 already bravely default already i have uh all the zeldas already um the ones i'm looking to pick up now are like dragon quest 8 uh kirby's Adventureland, uh box boy some of the ones that i i had heard really good things about but never got a, got around to picking up never got around to but it also means you have to go back to the 3ds eShop and navigate that to buy things Mm-hmm. Yeah, that thing is awful. Uh, I heard good things about Fire Emblem Awakening. Very good. Yeah, you're not going to like that. <laughs> okay. That's probably true. Yeah, but the thing is, though, it's like it's like one yeah. of those things that like I will buy it and then I will play it for like an hour and be like, okay, I understand. That's not even about. long enough to get to the mechanic where you have the characters make a baby together, Alex. Hey, let me tell you about uh, Persona Persona Q. So, so Alex, let me, let me put it this way. I played that. If this one doesn't grab you, none of Neither, them will. I haven't, Eddie. Like, Fire Fire Emblem Awakening, for me, was the perfect entry point because it's not terribly difficult. Uh, it's not mm. enough of the options to sort of blunt the permadeath stuff. And most mm, yep. of the maps were not very long. So, like, even if you lose, it didn't feel like you lost that much time. Okay. Okay, that sounds fine to me. Definitely not as hard as some of the other entries in the series would you say it's easier than three houses three houses i didn't find particularly hard but i definitely like 
got yes. very like nervous about permadeath. And I'll tell you again, like Joel said, there's a way to blunt it, and that's with the leveling system. So in Awakening, there's enough instances where you can go and do quick battles mm-hmm. and then level up your characters, which is okay. which is good because there's going to be times in Three Houses where the fights, even though you can do that, they take a long time. Like, those mm-hmm. maps are just big. Yeah. These ones, they're smaller maps. You can knock out a couple of them, level up your characters, build the relationships, make them have a baby, and get uh, even better stuff. It's... One tip. One tip here. Uh, do not use the strongest character to try to kite enemies to them. He will okay. destroy all of them and be an EXP sponge. <laughs> and the is rest... that bad to over over level? Well, for no. one character, yeah. I mean, you want to spread the love a little bit. So yeah, what you should do is try and. I can't believe we're getting into tactics on Fire Emblem here, but find a strategic <laughs> this location. Is that where I thought this would go? A strategic location that's a choke point. Put the character that you want to level up near them, and then put a stronger character next to them to ensure that they get the bonus from standing next to that person. As the relationships Mm. evolve, the bonuses get bigger. All right. I'm done explaining Fire Emblem. (laughs) I'm going to move on to freebies. uh, Do you guys have any other suggestions? I heard good things about Picross. I don't know what that is. I've heard good things about that. I also know there's like a pile of Picross games on Switch already. Yeah, I was was told that like the Legend of Zelda one is pretty good. Hmm. Well, you already got Pocket Card Jockey. I also heard good things about that... um, the the mini Mario and Luigi games? Those are fun. Yeah. Because they sort of play out like lemmings a little bit. Freebies? Oh, eh. I don't know if I <laughs> Wasn't there another Mario and Luigi series? Freebies? Yeah, yeah they're sort of a shoot offshoot of uh, Paper Mario. A little are more. Are they good? Yeah. <laughs> There's, they're a little more, I think, self... Like, I'm not sure how to describe it. They have more attitude than the Paper freebies? Mario games. Guys, freebies? Okay. Uh, guys, yeah, guys, freebies? freebies? Yep. Freebies! freebies. <laughs> <laughs> well deserved. Freebies, this week on the Epic Game Store, you can pick up Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Now, if you're if you're interested in It Takes Two, this is their first game. But are there two of them in this game? Yes. it's it's th- Their game's generally have like they make them in the way that you have to play it co-op or else it doesn't quite work i think this one there is a way to play solo but like <laughs> their second game was uh um the i uh beth and i just beat it what was it um the something away the way you're the guys in in prison no way you have to escape, break out a way no out. way out yeah yeah no way out was their second game and that one has to be played with two players and then uh again away uh it takes two yeah, but Do how you have many to of them cut are cut off your arm in that game? Can can you make your other brother get caught to escape? I don't I've not played Brothers. It's on my list. No, no, I thought you were talking about the other one. Is this it you, takes you're two? describing Prison Break? Oh, no, the No Way Out? No Way Out. Yeah, that one. No, it's not like that. No. It's not like that at all. In fact, so it has it's a really weird twist. Definitely Prison Break. Does one of the characters have a tattoo of the map, a prison no. on his back? No. Still sounds like Prison Break. Get out of here. It, actually, <laughs> only the first, like, three hours are the Prison Break, and then it's, like, another, like, four hours of 
you running around doing stuff outside. At what point do you get like sports cars and then keep insisting that it's always about family? Also not a thing that happens. Really? Mm-hmm. What's, okay. What's Prison Break? <laughs> it was a show with a bunch of people from Arrow about these guys who broke out of prison and then just keep breaking out of prison. It's for like five seasons. It came before Arrow. It had characters <laughs> that they just, it's completely unrelated. It, okay. That's where those people are known, I guess. It's what Alex is saying, but they, this isn't a spinoff of some comic book. Or a, or a spinoff of a spinoff from a comic book. Sure. <laughs> All right. There's enough male nudity here. I'm disgusted. Let's take a break before we get kicked off of Twitch again. some of Getty's H games on the Steam Deck. Wait, uh, no, Getty. They already said there's not a lot of them are being approved for the Steam Deck. Which okay. It doesn't mean the main one already got approved, that. Alex. What's the main one? House Party. Honey. Oh, I thought you were going to say Honey Pop. Wait, the, you're playing House Party? Are you playing House Party, dude, Getty? it's almost going 1.0. That's fucked up. It I've had this game forever. It doesn't mean you can't play them. It just means that they're not guaranteed to play. Is this the one where you could just, like, pee on people? Yep. Okay. <laughs> if you gift me a copy, I'll tell you if it's playable. Of what? I don't want to gift you anything. I don't know. They already said uh, that it's going to be playable. They were like, oh, yeah, we're optimizing it <laughs> for this <laughs> yeah, cause I've, Yeah, because I've seen this around. Giant Bomb did a bit on this. They just were walking around the house peeing on everybody. Yep. It's fucked up. All right. Weird stuff. Yeah, you like weird stuff, Kenny. Are we back? Back with backlog blog? We're you gonna, tell us. We're going to take that oh. cut, right? No. <laughs> there is no energy there. You'll find out <laughs> in the final mix. Fix this in post. Uh, I like to imagine that post is just Joel sitting with one headphone on and like in the background his kids are like screaming at him and he's like, cut it out! That's closer than you might think. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to do work here. Yeah, I know we're back. <laughs> uh, okay, we we are back. We're back with the Backlog Blog, where we play games that I've been trying to talk about since the beginning of the year. And I can't tell if I'm actually going to get to talk about it tonight. Yes, you are. Really? Because even though it says JK on here, I kind of want to hear joel's thoughts on bastion but i mean we could always Wait, no no but getty seriously what game is it what what game do you want to talk about goragoa jk we're playing we're talking about bastion <laughs> did you no, no come on double no, psych out <laughs> tell me about goragoa getty no it's too late because i want to hear about bastion from joel no you want to do I... triple games we can do triple <laughs> games not doing oh. triple games and joel hasn't beaten bastion yet. no i haven't and that game's not terribly long is it no. Okay. It's 50 hours. No, it's like four. To find all, right. all of the hidden content. 
he's not going to do that. Getty, tell me about Gorogoa. <laughs> Gorogoa is a puzzle game, but it takes the perspective of being able to manipulate different elements of the map, uh, of the real world, and see them from a different perspective. So to give you a, a word picture, a visualization, your table is broken up into four pieces. You're able to take one of the corners and flop it over to another corner and it will open up a different part of the world. Or you might be able to take a picture that's, it's kind of like taking a puzzle and moving one bit from one spot to another. So if you have a doorway that has nothing behind it in one of the, the four slots, you can pick it up and you can put it on one of the other pieces of uh, paper and then it might enable your character or whatever you're trying to control to interact with it. It's all about flipping around different pieces of the environment and getting them to interact with each other. And it tells the story of... It's... I don't know if it's terribly difficult to describe, but you're trying to collect five elements and yes these these glowing colorful orbs and they're it's difficult to tell if they're fruit or if they're i thought they, they were actually, collects them off of a tree i thought they were apples but they could be apples is it a multi-pass <laughs> it's a battle pass sir i understood one of those i didn't okay. get either of them <laughs> <laughs> so each of these sections, there are four, uh, four sections of the game where you were through a series of puzzles, your character, which is a, a young boy, will traverse the environments and you f have to clear path and figure out puzzles that will move him through to find the tree that will have the fruit he can collect. Once you have all four, you somehow awaken a god? There, there could be a god, but that's not the main takeaway that I got from the game. Each one of what was your takeaway? Each one of the different elements or pieces of fruit that you collected was part of a larger story, and mm -hmm. it, as you would go through each of the chapters, your character wouldn't directly interact with these people, but it would be like a, a gentleman sitting in a lab, and he's going through different items he's searching these research books but you're the one who's manipulating the books as it occurs and uh, finding uh, some of something and he's he's evolving from it there's one that really uh, was dark but was also pretty uh, pretty heartfelt uh the character that ends up falling alex you finished this one too right I did. Yeah. But each one of these different stories, it occurs not in the same world as your character, from what I can tell. No. But it's dynamic in the way that it's telling each of the stories as your character progresses through the areas, but they're not <laughs> exactly related. I don't know no, if that was and, the best. And, uh, see, I, I, I was trying to make heads and tails of these stories, and they were very kind of confusing. Um, but I did like the puzzles in ways that were kind of like uh, just clever pieces. So um, I remember my my favorite kind of puzzle ended up being that there was uh, it was four panels. You had four uh, four 
quadrants of the screen and your you would go through a window and you would find a a, a boy studying and in his study you would see like a, a cloth that would drape over the right hand side i moved that panel of the office to the top and then i on a different panel i zoomed out and you could see a castle but the castle had banners mm-hmm. hanging down and they would line up with the the bookshelf with the cloth and you kind of then used it so that they actually became one solid picture and you were trying to dr- uh, drop an item down and it would roll off his shelf down over the castle and you could then move that piece up to the top again and you would have to find a third piece and you would have roll this item down these three panels. Uh, I, I thought that was kind of fun that you uh, were kind of connecting these panels you, because they had a... a all had a same cloth that draped from the top all the way down. So it connected them as one solid picture. Mm -hmm. Trying to find that perspective as you move from puzzle to puzzle. I like puzzle games. So this was something that kind of sparked my interest. I know that we've, we've evolved as a podcast over the years. I think this one, this one has been, uh, highly highly regarded and so it's been kind of on my list for a while but it came up on game pass and i i think i I do own this on steam i think i had purchased it at one point but it being on game pass i was like well let me just run the install on this one here and uh see what happens i like that you did that you didn't go to the place where you already had it just could have (laughs) like taken the time like oh i'm gonna do this today like nope oh it's on game pass (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) It's just one of those things that, like, you know, you have such a large collection that you start to get, like, uh, collection paralysis, you know, or you're, like, just choice paralysis. You have too many options. And in this case, uh, it kind of took the option away from me by it just kind of being in my face. Choice paralysis. That's real. that one. (laughs) Yeah, it is. You're going to have to run that one by me later. Yeah, I'll show you. I'll show you what choice paralysis is. Well, that you start like to a threat. <laughs> you start to go into that paralysis, and I'll just punch you in the kidney until you make a choice. How's that sound? Sounds awful. Okay, I'm down. <laughs> I'll sign up for that. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's what I got for this game. Okay, it's fun. Joel should finish it. It's something that's been in the back of my brain since I got stuck. This is one game where, like, usually if I did stuck, I'd take a bit of a break and come back. But there's this one puzzle that I've gone back two or three times, and each time I'm like... You you know how you get, like, to a point where you feel like you're making progress? You did stuck because the turn you thought you were going to wasn't going to make it. And then you start sort of just shuffling tiles out of frustration, thinking, like, we're going to just hard brute force this, you know, process of elimination stuff. I know, I know, it's a bad way. <laughs> That's what happened with uh, the one that we played a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's a bad time, but, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't get it, I'm just going to shuffle stuff until it maybe works. <laughs> That's I I what that I was recently. trying for inscription on that second combination. Oh, yeah. Right, I think what was I playing? Um, organizing pups. Organizing pups. I think I I started doing that with one of the puzzles I'm playing right now. Was that on Game Pass? 
No, that one I bought. It was like it was like seventy five cents. I sent it to Getty. I was like, Getty, look at this. All you're doing is taking pups and you're organizing them. It's pretty solid. I'll talk about it another day. I'm sure. Definitely need to talk about it. Um, but I did want to talk about some anthropomorphic people. Yes. Are we going to talk about Chicken Police? We're going to talk about Chicken. I want to talk about Chicken Police. I really. The other game I was going to talk about is kind of a bummer, and I feel like I could save that for another day. But all right, uh, don't bum us out. Talk about Chicken Police. So okay, I, I remember what we were talking about. Okay, so what made me decide on Chicken Police for this week is because we were talking about Mr. Mime and how he's in front of a red screen or green screen, and uh, Chicken Police. Just just some backstory. I I go to GameStop. Uh, even if I don't have plans on buying stuff, I just kind of like to look around, see what's on sale. I mostly buy games on sale, but uh, I just stumbled upon, uh, I had no plans, uh, a game called Chicken Police. Paint the town red. And on the cover were two uh, police officers that had j- realistic chicken heads. And I was very concerned and very confused, and it was only $20, so I said, hey, this is what I'm doing now. And uh, I am very happy with my purchase. I will report now. I'm almost done with it. Uh, it is a noir tale, uh, kind of a point-and-click adventure game where you are uh, trying to... Uh, a, a lady comes to your office and, and you are... Hold on. You are a police officer uh, roughly 30 days from retirement. And you have a drinking problem. Voice acting. And you have a is there voice crappy... Acting? Oh man, they are doing they are doing everything they can to be Humphrey Bogart and <laughs> like they are just hamming it up. Do they, they say do like the hey Tuts, what's up with this uh yes, case here? Yes, <laughs> they do and they do listen here, see? But also they use every animal pun in the book, and I don't mean that in a fun way also, because they also just say like get your get the cluck out of here and like really like <laughs> kind of aggressive with it in a way that just like, it's not like it's fun. It is fun, but it's also like, you're not playing around anymore. You're kind of real serious. Like someone got murdered and you're like, what the clock? It's like, whoa, whoa. It's like, calm down. Like, Jesus. So they're selling this voice acting. And I just like, so like the, like the Mr. Mame game, this is realistic. You, if Joel, you put on a leather jacket and get in front of a green screen, let's take a photo and then let's Photoshop your head off and then put on a deer head. That's what this game is. Everyone's wearing trench coats and leather gloves and it's uh, it's just so it's it's I don't, I'm not gonna say it's like off-putting, but it's just like it's so strikingly strange. Like I, I ask you to Google this game because it's just strikingly strange, just like seeing full uh like realistic animal heads like this there's a lady that's just like a it's like she you know she's a cleavagey like really like low cut dress and then it's like deer head like real deer head it's like what uh, i don't know how to feel about some of these like shots because it's in it, there are you go to a brothel and that brothel's real horny like those there are just images and images of like you know uh you know, like uh, uh, boudoir shots of just like half naked, but it's like tiger head. And it's like, oh, weird. Like, I just feel, I, I don't know what to feel. So, uh, so it, there's that. Um, 
the story is very good. It's very, very compelling. It does a lot of the, you know, you, 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 someone comes to you for help, trying to figure out what the problem is, and then they get murdered, and then there's like you got to solve that murder, and the, which also weird dead body of a lady, but then, uh, what was she? I think she was a cat, so it was a realistic cat head on this lady, uh, who was murdered dead on the floor. It was, it was weird. Alex. Um, what kind of yeah. gameplay are we talking about? Is yeah. it visual, <laughs> visual novel style? Is it a... Point and click adventure. Point and click so adventure, okay. you're going through and they give you the stagnant em- environments. That's right. Uh, it's point, you're going through the environments and you have interactables and you click on the things and you get little back and forth pieces where you and your partner have a conversation about what it is. Sometimes it's a movie poster. Sometimes it's just like, oh, there's a, a dentist chair and, you're, and your guy goes... Oh, this has seen a lot of action, I'm sure, in the, this crazy shithole town. And it's, it's like, okay, you know, and you get this. This uh, it's a real, it's a flavor. This thing is really that like, oh, this town is gonna burn tonight. And it's like, okay, okay. Um, and uh, then you will talk to people, and you have con- you don't really have conversation choices, but you do get like information. And then uh, there are sections where you have to interrogate somebody, where you get. Uh, conversation choices and you get pieces and clues and by the end you are graded on what choices you pick to have these conversations and your character will give you a hint you know like halfway through the interrogation will be like oh he's got a real ego maybe if I get him I talk him up something fierce he'll give me the goods or something like that so they give you little hints here and there and then uh, you just interrogate people, you get the information, and then you continue on with the story. And they have uh, points on a map, and you could it always tells you this is where you go for the story. But if you go to other points on the map, these other pieces, you're going to get like a, a bonus conversation. Or you're going to get a, another piece of like info that's not that has nothing to do with the story, but it's just fun flavor. So did you ever play L.A. Noir? Yes. Okay. I feel like this does noir more than L.A. noir. All right, because there were a lot of times, like, I played that game with Steve, and there were times when it felt like a real just grind because you had to go around, find every single piece, and then you could interrogate the person. Did you feel like it was something that you had to do, or could you have still done it even with having to go out and do all the extra tidbits? Uh, this, the clue finding is generally like you have like seven points on a screen and then you just click and you like, he'll give you a piece of information and say, this is a clue or it's not. So, and you don't really like, you kind of need it to progress the story. So you need to find like one clue on a map and you're like, okay, I'm done. And then it just keeps going. So it does move at a very good, like rapid pace. Mm -hmm. It's what I'm there for is that voice acting, the story, uh, the the animal puns are real funny and real silly just because uh, you know you know they they they're talking to a, an informant uh, who's a a panda not a panda um, uh, a raccoon but they keep calling him a rat and he keeps getting very upset <sighs> not a rat I'm a raccoon you know it's like, what, okay trash pandas a raccoon yeah they call him a trash panda he gets pretty upset about it <laughs> um, you know you get you get those like those conversations like you know you, that dear lady and he goes you got real big doe eyes and it's like okay yeah, <laughs> we got it noted that's a funny pun got it you know but they 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 lay it on a lot they have um the head of the brothels like an alligator lady she's pretty funny um and it's not played for humor it's just more the fact that i'm it's so dripping like it's really just like if you just 
if you had a piece of toast and noir was just like butter, this thing is dripping. Like it's just like really they just laid it on a little too much. And that's what I find funny is that how much they just really it's not noir enough. Let's you gotta have a you gotta have a cigarette in your back pocket that that's that's kinda bent and he's gotta say, As soon as I retire, I'm gonna quit smoking. And it was like, you know, that okay. He's not gonna you quit. You really smoking. gotta lay it on thick. You know that he's not gonna quit. You you know he's not gonna quit. Just and that's like what he's I'm saying is that it's, it's crazy. I doubt he's gonna make it through his his retirement. That's not gonna happen. I don't know, I'm not done yet. But the idea for <laughs> me is that it just it, that's what I'm, I, I like about it. L.A. Noir did the theme accurately, what feels like an accurate to a noir film. This is if you were to make like um, uh, if, if someone saw like L.A. Noir and goes, I could do more. That's what this is. Like they really just like L.A. Noir was like a good amount. This is if I could do more than that. It all, sounds, it all sounds like to be like a radio program, like a serialized radio program where you can't see what's happening, so they have to extra ham it up to try to convey, like, tone and, and stuff. And that's, a, that's, that's very, very accurate to what this is. It's, and that's why I like it. It's because it's just, like, it, I'm not skipping cutscenes. I'm not, I'm not passing by voice acting. I'm getting every detail just because I want to hear someone talk to me in that voice. And I want to hear someone say something else cheesy. Yeah. See? Yeah, exactly. I want, I mean, you know, your, your, your partner is like a young hotshot who's got a real hard on for guns. And there are a couple of points where he's just like, all right, so it's time to bring out the shotguns. And the guy's like, no, this is not the time to bring out the shotguns. <laughs> And like your the the portrait because it's they don't really move it's just like stagnant images but all of a sudden the portrait shows your car- your partner with a giant shotgun you're like no and then just like got a little sad face and it's like okay that's it's pretty funny you know there's just little stuff like that that they really kind of throw in these and there's a lot of like an- there is a good amount of animals and they kind of fill in the environment with the concept of these animals and what it means like there the the ghettos are uh, insects. Insects have been forced into these ghettos, and they don't have a whole lot of food. Or there's uh, murders are called uh, predates, where uh, another animal preyed on another one. So they like they really kind of filled out this environment with uh, like a, a good atmosphere that holds up to what they like. You know what that world would be. You know what I mean? All right. So you're you're right at the end here. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna find out. I'm I'm getting the the last bits of like, like I'm right on the cusp where they're like, oh okay, so he his brother was this. Okay, so now we kind of have an idea of why. Like, we know how stuff happened. We just don't have like a full motive yet. I got to meet the villain, like who who the real villain is, and then I'm sure they're gonna spell it out for me because that's how they, usually these things go. But it's still very exciting. I have to go to an insane asylum in the last section, so. Nice. What kind of animals do you expect the insane asylum? Uh, well, I um, <clears throat> who was it? I think I saw a sloth. Because uh, I, you know, I kind of started the chapter and then I had, I left for the podcast. But I think I saw a sloth, the first thing. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. Um, at the uh, I will say that some of my favorites were that the uh, the doctor is a possum and his wife is a bear and she is a like they do. Like they don't, they kind of they don't match they they match the body type so, uh, it is a bigger woman and she is very like, impo- like she basically is like the, the she kind of like, 
I swear to God, if he's out late again, <laughs> I'm going to be... It's very, very comedic. And then uh, I'm trying to think there's other... Uh, there's just so many good, like, characters. And Oh, at the brothel, there is just a... Uh, there is a man in a well-dressed suit, and he's very buff, and it's an eagle head, and he just stares at you. It's That one... That one I didn't know how to feel. He was just staring at me. I've I tweeted a lot of these out. I tweeted a lot of these images just because I was like, I don't know how to feel about this game right now. I don't know if I should be like concerned or like th- think this is weird or just be like, well, this is the game. I don't know. I'm on, I'm along for the ride and I'm very happy that I bought this game. I think that like I've I've messaged like no less than four people saying, hey, this game is really good and you should check it out. So you good. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 done for the moment gushing about this game. I'm also putting photos in our Discord. Fantastic! As if I didn't get enough directly delivered to my phone this week. <laughs> in multiple oh, hold places, on. At the brothel. There's a know, there's a lady with a fox head. And they you just know call what her the best lady. part about having Alex uh, with a cell phone is? I got a text message. I got a Google chat message directly to me. And then I got a Google chat message in our group for Super GG Radio all in the span of three minutes when something happened. I well, that's, there's a reason for that is because half my text messages to Android don't work. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So definitely uh, oversaturated on on the media there. All right. Well, that's fantastic. We should definitely come back to Chicken Police one of these days when when you're done. Maybe next week, maybe six weeks from now when you've been dying to talk about it. I'll also let anybody borrow it. All right. I plan I plan on finishing it. You tonight. guys heard him. Anybody can borrow it. Hit us up on all of our social media networks. Uh, get that copy away from Alex. I'll give it I'll give it away. If somebody wants if somebody wants to wants to you know tweet at us and be like, I would like to try chicken please, I will put he it in the mail. He's just giving it away. We do not ship internationally, continental United States only. Thank you, Joel. <laughs> well, what if you have doesn't Alex have a friend that lives in Alaska? <laughs> that yeah, and you know what? They're that shipping is expensive. I know. We give them Christmas presents. It's expensive as hell. Alright. Continental United States only. Okay. Uh just as a kind reminder to uh, all of you guys on the podcast, we have video game homework. It has been assigned out. I do not expect anybody to have started playing it, but it is Saints Row 4. Just make sure that you have a copy of it and you're thinking about playing it because it's due in a month from last week. So, How many hours did you say? Because I have it installed. You don't have to play it for that many hours. You just have to complete the first five story missions. You know, you're really okay. cutting into my Shin Megami Tensei time right now. I'm sure that that's exactly what's consuming all of your time. <laughs> not Kirby, yeah. not uh, any of the other stuff that you're trying to play. I'm yeah. working on it. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. Just I might play Saints Row on stream. Say, hey... Just give this a shot. I'm not making you play the whole thing. Although I wanna I do wanna state for the record that the main story of this game is in fact shorter than that of our last Tensai. (laughs) Shimigami Tensai. Uh, what was it? Uh, Steam Codename Steam. Codename Steam. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
This is only about 20 hour, hours, even with all the most of the extra side content. But not, again, not making you guys do that. Okay. But that will bring us to our last segment as we transition to the end of our podcast. And that is one last thing. And this week's one last thing is brought to you by Sexy Chicken Police Photos. Yes, Alex brought it up in our discussion of of Chicken Police, but I want to reiterate the fact that I got half-naked pictures of these animals sent to multiple outlets on my phone while I was at work. <laughs> also with a gif of uh, the principal from Community saying, I hope this doesn't awaken something in me. It's too late. It already did. <laughs> <laughs> my one last thing is... I'm going to finish Ghost of Tsushima this weekend. Maybe I'll hit up some Uncharted in the movie theater with Alex. We'll figure it out. Yeah. It's sure. it's stuff that could happen. What about you, Alex? What you got? Um, I was a little late to the podcast this week because I lost my 3DS charger, and I'm kind of upset about that. And uh, I am now on the hunt on OfferUp to try to find a replacement. Uh, Just buy I, one I off eBay. You know what's going to happen? It's going to turn out that he's got it like plugged into the outlet in the kitchen. I, no, it's under I, the I thought that too. I thought that too. I checked them all. I went through the entire house checking every outlet. That's not That's not it. Or you know what? His partner probably like bunched up and she was like, we don't need this for anything and put it in a location that is not going to be disclosed to him tonight and that's fine it's fine mm, you know what he's i'm gonna look through all he's the on the border things. of waking up his sleeping infant child to rummage through her closet for i'm absolutely not gonna do that <laughs> this is my piece this is my piece and quiet officially a toddler now no longer yeah. an infant her name has changed we don't call her baby anymore it's a toddler i literally called her toddler today i said hey what's up toddler you don't call her hey you stop doing that well i mean it's better than me calling her penny which is the dog's <laughs> name and that don't happens worry. often, way more often than it should. I will tell you, to this day, my brother still calls his 16-year-old son Eric whenever he does something bad. Yep. That's how messed up my family is. All right. Joel, your one last thing? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anymore. Uh, a long week, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, to be honest, like... This week has been a train wreck for uh, certain things. So, like, my gaming time has turned into watching the lawn jump steers on TV and just stare off into space. It's very... What happened to that? Ga- hmm? What, ha- what happened to that? I'm going to beat everybody in the beat list. Uh, I'm in hibernation mode right now. You just wait until I get to the spring and uh, try to work off that... Uh, winter fat there we go i don't know if that was a threat or he's just going to get into shape a bit of both i'm curious too yeah all right all right well alec can you take us home now i've just got a song stuck in my head um you know i need faster internet i've been sitting here downloading bioshock infinite since the news well it's still not done how big is it? Yeah. It's not that big. 
it, it <laughs> is with all the DLC. It's 37 gigs. Uh, yeah, I believe that. You did that to yourself then. I mean, I, I did. <laughs> but hey, I've only slightly messed up our stream. So hopefully <laughs> I haven't messed up my downloads. They're on different drives. So, or my recording. They're on different drives. So I should be good. I sure. I thought you were more concerned about your download than you were the podcast. And I was going to laugh about that. I should mean... be. If something it's time ha- he can't get back. If something happens to the, your audio, I am just going to cut it without your track, and we can let listeners just listen to silence for the times you've talked. Or you can start to take some extra segments from the rest of us and splice them in there, yeah? Hmm. Ooh, there Do you we just go. want It'll me to give you... completely nonsensical. Yeah, I can give you five minutes of me just... Getty, give us five reaction, reaction noises. <laughs> there go. go. Huh? <laughs> All Good. right. Nice. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Oopsie. One more. ba 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 Not bad. <laughs> that one, you kind of phoned it in, but the other four were good. The other four were good. Oh, well, I guess I could have done like a... On my whoa, rendition what? of The Bird is the Word. Hold on. Getty, give me that one more time. Whoa, whoa, what? Okay. All right. Now, Joel, I'm making a soundboard. <laughs> I'm making a soundboard. He is now he's now giving me approval to use his likeness. No, I I didn't. I was just giving you random noises. But you know what? Whatever makes this more entertaining for all of us. I'm gonna make a soundboard. Alright. Awesome. That'll that'll do it for this week's episode of Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash super GG Radio where we got some Twitch streaming plans. What are they? Maybe someday we'll write them down, and I won't have to guess what they are. It's currently Monday through uh, Saturday, getting rid of Friday. All right. So people will be playing games at undisclosed times during those days. You should check back at random. To see, <laughs> <laughs> see Getty, at least I could say the schedule. At least I could say the schedule. I don't know what we're doing. Yeah, I don't know what we're doing either. You guys have a schedule, but I don't know what it is. Fine. Alex is streaming Mondays where he will continue you know to stream no. stuff from no. his backlog. You, know you need to subscribe to our Twitch and Twitter, and then you'll find out when we stream. No no more spoon-feeding these people. They can find us. I'm only going to spoon-feed people Tuesdays. Joel is has been delaying it, but he will be back to streaming on Tuesdays. Alec will be switching to Wednesdays, Wildcard Wednesdays, Thursdays Podcast Day, Saturday, Joel and Kelly are doing Kirby's Epic Yarn. You know what? I also heard End that we list. posted an a uh, beta breakdown this last week. Beta breakdown. Joel and I did Valley Peaks on our YouTube channel. And maybe we had a, another article that went up? A, a preview? Or a review? or a... It was a preview of... Mirror X, two, Mirror Two, Mirror Two, Mirror, mirror two. two X. It's Mirror something. It's see. Mirror Two. Uh, Phil did a preview of Mirror Two Project X. There we go. Is it Mirror Automata? No. Mm. This is sexy for last week. Real sexy. Isn't and then we real sexy. And keep a keep a watch <laughs> at superdigiradio.com as we got two more reviews coming up. Uh, for the PlayStation 5. Daddy's more of a pastel guy. Yeah. I'm all about that robot parade. <laughs> oh, that was so cool.
All right. If you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com and provide a review on iTunes or the hidden anime of your choice. Thanks for listening. GG Alex. GG Getty. Good game, Joel. Good game. And good game, Alec. Good game. <laughs>